In the holy name of Jesus, amen. About a year ago, my family, the eight of us, were visiting our home congregation in southern Illinois. And it was quite remarkable of an experience, for right after the service, there was a man who I grew up with who knew me so well, he stopped me, and he wanted to talk. There, just one-on-one, -on -one, he asked me about my family. He inquired about my life. He wanted to know all about what it was like to be a pastor who serves at such a large congregation. And he even said that he was proud of me. How awesome. And then as he was getting ready to go, he shook my hand and he said he needed to provide one last bit of advice. And he said, just think. It could always be worse. You could be John living in Wisconsin. And then he departed and went away. <laughs> so greetings, my little brother. <laughs> you now join me living in Wisconsin. <laughs> Here today you have a new beginning. Here today starts a new life. Here with a new congregation, a church family. Here, a very awesome and new opportunity to serve the Lord and his people. And just think, it could always be worse. You could be John living 35 minutes north of here in Plymouth, Wisconsin. So welcome to Wisconsin. Let me tell you a bit of this land and of this people. Soon, very soon, we will get snow. <laughs> lots and lots of snow. In just a few months, you better be prepared and have a snowblower, or you will be shoveling. We drink from bubblers, we fry out and never ever boil brats, and in our refrigerator, we have an entire drawer dedicated to cheese. We will be a sea of green and gold every Sunday. We root for the Packers and we will guzzle down spotted cow and brandy old fashions with a cherry. <laughs> but I have found that the communities and the people of Wisconsin are the very best. For in every city, God has placed his holy church and right here too. For here in Grafton, Wisconsin, God has placed his holy saints for service to him and to praise of his most glorious name. Hear then, my little brother, the word of the Lord, Romans chapter 1, it is your confirmation verse. St. Paul, the namesake of this church, he writes, I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes. Today, you begin a work that has no shame among us. 
for beginning from this altar and from this house of God, the pastors here in this place share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it is a most glorious message, the most important message that anyone can hear. And it is a message not about you, but it is about him. For our Lord Jesus, the Christ, he himself is the very center of our proclamation. And they will razz you as you love the Cardinals as your baseball team. <laughs> and they will shame you for not owning any orange to wear in November. And they will tease you and tease you for not knowing how to pronounce or spell Oconomowoc in your sleep. <laughs> but it is the gospel of God that has no shame among his saints. St. Paul writes, he is not ashamed. He is not ashamed to have this message, for it is the very center of everything he does. He has been transformed by this good news of Jesus. And he is not ashamed because he knows that when this message is preached, our God powerfully rescues his people from they themselves and from the judgment that each deserves. But this gospel, it does not just tell of good news. It does not just tell about some outside power. This is the very power of God at work now. For it is preached and it is given out and true faith then arises in our midst as we hear it, and our lives are reoriented, and the people, the holy saints of God, are saved. But just think, it could all be so worse. For there are some who do not know this Jesus. And there are some who are not being saved right now. And there are those who do not have God's power at work, changing and bringing life now. But the gospel that he is not ashamed of, the power of God is for everyone. Isn't that an exhilarating word? Everyone. To those of us in this room, who feel that there is something that rules us out. The wrong family, the wrong background, the wrong education, the wrong language, the wrong race, the wrong culture, the wrong moral track, then to hear this word, everyone. So what will you get to do in Wisconsin? Perhaps you'll finish, furnish your house in classic Wisconsin style. Soon to come on your walls camo and stuffed deer heads. <laughs> Will you teach him at Grafton how to polka? <laughs> I want a video. <laughs> Will your haunt every Friday be a weekly fish fry? But whatever 
Wisconsin shapes and transforms you. It is here the gospel of God to be preached and shared by word and deed from baptisms to confirmations, from the pulpit into our living rooms, from our school into Providence Place and every nursing home, from young to old, that hear these people with their dear pastors to bring God's gospel to his people until they drop dead into the arms of Jesus. And there his good news reigns even more. For it is his power to keep his holy people safe. In life, in death, and when they rise again in him, just think how great it is. For you are now living in Wisconsin. Just think how great it is, God, to be using you. Just think how great it is for beginning this day, you among the saints here at St. Paul Congregation, to boldly share the gospel to everyone, for everyone needs Jesus. God bless you. And God bless you in this new life and season of ministry together. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.